the college football experience state of college football in 2021 episode on the sports gallery podcast networks presented by WinBet. get started today. And you get a risk-free bet up to $500 terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog. Make sure you head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a free $25. Yes, you can use the uh, free $25 to enter their Best Ball Mania 2. First place in Best Ball Mania 2 gets a million dollars. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars. Drafts are happening constantly, and it's not just NFL. They also have NBA, MLB, and more. UnderdogFantasy.com, promo code SGPN for your chance to win a million dollars. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, of course. Don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store today. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to. SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. My name is Colby Swinging Dantabase Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick, and I'm joined by my co-host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi, yeah, buddy. I want this pilot. Yeah, that's how we're go. all feeling right now. Uh, look, this is a state. This is a state of the union, essentially. Yeah. This is the state of college football. Holy shit! Hey, can you ever recall an off season? I mean, first you got the transfer portal going crazy. Yeah, what you the got? New role in the transfer portal was. Everyone can transfer. Yeah, no, no yeah. one year penalty for a one time transfer. Okay. I mean, uh, you could even add in the COVID extra year of eligibility. Extra year of eligibility in, and free transfer yeah. there. You could add in Leopold going to Kansas late. You know, uh, yeah. uh, but then you get the 12 team playoff. Yeah. That seems to be looming. 100% massive. Then you get the NIL deal starting, and really the NCAA just decides to punt. Probably they, more yeah. massive than anything that's ever happened in college sports. Then <laughs> the most massive. Texas and Oklahoma look to join the SEC, and I think that announcement will come early next week, Monday or Tuesday. We touched on this. There's a podcast out there on this, but holy fuck! Yeah, that's an off season. That's like in the all in the past like few weeks. Well, that's what's 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 crazy now though is I expect a lot more news to come out very soon with other conferences. Yeah, I mean, this is crazy. This is like a black hole of like the universe where once it gets big enough, everything just collapses into it. I don't think it's all good for the sport either. As much as I love the 12 team playoff. Yeah. I mean, who, who could tell how this is going to shake out, but if you're, if they're talking about, you know, making a, what anywhere from 20 to 40 team, super exclusive conference thingy, then if you're not inside of that, which most of the teams in America aren't, 
then it sucks. And if you're a fan of those teams, it sucks. Yeah. And, and quite frankly, the landscape of college football is enriched by those schools. And so if you're just making this super dense conference, here's the thing that I don't get teams. Someone has to lose. Someone has to fucking, we'll get to that. But like, yeah. Um, I mean, I, it, this is, it's just, it's like an onion. You're just peeling back layers of, of brand new ridiculous stories that you would just never dream of. Yeah. Um, I, I just wonder the landscape of the sport. Obviously I've lobbied for a long, a big playoff for a long time. I thought they were dinosaurs in the realm of anything. They, they were just, I still don't understand how there wasn't a playoff back in 1950. All right. Um, like a real playoff, not, yeah. not vote four teams in. Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I I was delighted to see that. I was even delighted to see the NIL. I know you're on the other side of this, but I'm saying like, I was I'm not necessarily eh. on the other side of the, the NIL. I, I actually kind of feel like part of me says, Oh, they, they do deserve to be able to, you know, it's kind of bullshit to keep them from being able to make money off of what they're doing. Yeah. But you know, the, the impact of it is kind of what I'm against because it's, it's, it makes a very uneven landscape, you know, which had already existed. Like we talked about, but I do think like the likes of Alabama who can pay the fuck out of their players. Now that there's no like hiding that they have to do, it's just going to, they're just going to be paying the shit out of it. I mean, Arch Manning is, I mean, Chase Young, Nick saying is already making seven figures. This thing's been going on for like uh, no, two Bryce weeks. Young, Bryce or Young, Bryce Young. Yeah. Sorry. Chase Young. Yeah. Chase Young is making, yeah, he is making seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just a messy, messy thing. I wonder. So the transfer portal thing, like, okay, that's crazy. But I mean, like I was okay with that because I think if we as students can do it, you know, why yeah. shouldn't the athlete be able to, Yeah, I get that. And yeah. I, I kind of agree with that. You know? Um, but this next one, Texas and Oklahoma jumping to the sec. And now like there's, there's so much speculation out there right now. There's talk that like Michigan, Ohio state, Clemson, Florida state could join the sec. Uh, I mean, if that happens, that's crazy. There's talk of the remaining big, 12, which was eight teams potentially joining the PAC 12. Although there's talk that maybe West Virginia wouldn't be one of those. Maybe, I mean, there's speculation that yeah. the big 12 would go for the AAC and BYU. Yeah. The Team AAC are- would grab the, would grab the, the remain, some of the big 12 teams. There's talk that the big 10 would go for Kansas, Iowa state, Kansas state. I mean, this the is ACC fucking chaos. The twelve will merge. <laughs> yes, I've heard that. I've heard that uh, the Big Ten will grab Virginia, and North Carolina from the, maybe even Georgia Tech from the ACC. Uh, this is fucking insane. Yeah. It's all absolutely insane, and I don't know that it's good for the sport. I don't. After you get those good news that I was for, yeah, you get this, and I go, ah, don't do this. Don't fucking do it. Now that you got the state of Texas that seems to be fighting now. Texas leaving the Big Twelve, but that that does that means Oklahoma's got the green light, I think. But oh man, I just don't know what to make of this. Like, what the hell do you think is going to happen? I I'll say this. I think all conferences need to be proactive right now, because I don't know. Okay, I I, I feel fairly certain there's still going to be a Big Ten in like ten years. Yeah. Big 10 has so much tradition. I mean, it's like I, a hundred yeah. year old conference, but hundred plus years. I old. feel fairly certain there'll be a pack 12. Yeah. A pack or a pack something. There'll yeah. be a pack something. But as far as the rest, I have no fucking idea. 
I mean, uh, what it could turn into is just a national power conference, but then do they just split down into uh, sub conferences again? And is there realignment on that front or like, is there just one giant conglomerate and how does that work out? Like what I'm saying, what I'm seeing here is with Oklahoma and Texas joining. Now you have like all these like rumors of Florida state Clemson, Ohio state, Michigan, trying to join in to form the super conference. And it's like, not only are there obviously like legal issues with that, but what happens to everyone else, you know, USC, Oregon, like it just, it just seems like too much of a restructuring to like, really, I don't know, be, be what the hell is going to happen here? <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I'm at a point where I'm just like, I have no idea what I mean. I, all I say is like, people need to start thinking outside the box. I gave this idea and it sounds absolutely fucking crazy. Yeah. And I, I have zero proof that they have even considered this. But I think with the way the world has been changing rapidly since COVID really. Yeah. Um, I'm going to throw out and you know what I'm going to go, go with here. If I'm any conference, like especially the big 12, yeah, big 12 would be the biggest, but if I am the AAC, the sunbelt, the sunbelt, the conference USA, yeah. Uh, the, where, where else could there be just those, right? Um, maybe Mac, but probably yeah, not. I don't Mac could do Miac. That's true. Yeah. They could do Tennessee state. Yeah. But I, I, I would reach out to Jackson state and grambling. I mean, the world's changing. Deion Sanders is a big time big t- He just had the top 60 recruiting class or whatever. Yeah. Unbelievable. Right? So why not a swag to me, we'll get ahead of it and talk yeah. about marketing for the big 12. That is, I know this is a radical idea. I know people that are going to listen and say, this guy's a fucking idiot. And I am, but um, I want you to know that like, think, think outside the outside box, of the box ideas are kind of, you know, what make this thing go around. Well, so. my, my thing is like, if you're struggling for TV money, right? You just lost Texas, the university of Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah. Jackson state is, is recruiting at a decent level where I actually think their on field performance could be sustainable. I mean, 55th or whatever they were right. is essentially it's, it's better than what Kansas does. Yeah. But you also have a guy who is a famous player for the Dallas Cowboys, and and he played at Florida State, and he played it with the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. So I think you're you you are getting a. Now Deion Sanders could be gone in a year, and then you're stuck in a long term deal with. I mean that that seems kind of like was it Arizona, uh, not hiring Kenny Montalolo because they had yeah. a quarterback that they wanted but to keep. But where for would he be year. gone in a year? He didn't have a winning season really. You know what I mean? Like I think it would be a couple years. Yeah, probably. You're subscribing to that. Either way, beyond Deion Sanders, you're you're getting HBCUs in a time where it's really like marketable. That's to what I'm saying. First off, you like, know the like you know the media is going to be a hundred percent behind that. Yeah. And then the fact you're adding, you're going into the South, you're being proactive by going into a demographic that the sec owns. I I know you're not thinking like much, but I'm saying by putting them at this pedestal. Yeah. Now I know there's probably a lot of rules they would have to do. I know uh, the scholarships and stuff. There's a lot of shit that would have to happen on the fly, but I just think you should start thinking outside the box, dude, obviously. and, And here's another thing. I would go for BYU. I would look, I get it. They can't play on Sundays right now. You are not in a position to bargain. If you lose these two and I, I'm saying this for even the pac 12, yeah. you're getting behind the eight ball call BYU. I would call Liberty. Now uh, pac 12 is, is different for Liberty, but 
if you already have West Virginia in your conference, big 12 load up on Liberty. Well, here's the thing too, about the big 12, right? They have always like not expanded despite having only 10 teams because they want to keep themselves exclusive. There are other teams that if they gave them access through an invite to the big 12 would grow, you know, case in point TCU. You know who was very good before. I mean, you've seen uh, the growth of 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 a Louisville TCU, uh, Utah, right? You know exactly. what I mean. Into uh, very legitimate like Power Five teams. If you, you know, the teams that you had been keeping out, you know, because Texas and Oklahoma didn't want them in, you know, whatever. Now all you have to do is open the door, and then boom, like yeah. they'll come up some. You know, look, and I know the Big Twelve thing is so far fetched for the Jackson State thing. I know that's re- like people would be like, I I can't take this guy serious. But I'm saying, okay, if you're the Sun Belt. That yeah. already has a limited amount of teams. Especially if you get poached, if you're the sign belt. If you get poached no, by the big you're 12. still sitting in a situation when you see these gigantic conferences where you're fucking gonna be you're gonna be still playing college football. They're gonna be playing a minor league NFL. Yeah, pretty much. I think you gotta get proactive. Yeah. Like try to, to to do that. Try to add in Tennessee State and yeah. George or something. Like do something cool that I, like catches people's attention. Yeah. That could steal TV ratings because I can tell you this: Deion Sanders would do that, and by bringing in the 55th best recruiting class or whatever the number was, yeah. I don't recall. Yeah. But I'm saying you're going to have a decent talent level. It's not like they're going to get rolled 85 nothing yeah. every week, dude. Give an HBCU a legitimate platform, a TV contract that is going to put them on ESPN. I mean, Thon Maker uh, was a five-star basketball player that went to Howard in the middle of you know a, a Howard team that had never accomplished anything, right? Because at this time, that is becoming a popular option for players. If you actually legitimize these teams in that process, I'm, I think HBCUs will freaking. Well, kill I also it. think the players want that. If it, like to me, if you let them in, they're going to want to go play for Deion Sanders. They're yeah. going to want to be part of this change that our world is facing. This is bigger than football. Yeah, ride uh, the tide. Yeah, fifty-fifth best class. Fifty-fifth, unbelievable for. Um, Borderline, not even FCS. I mean, they have multiple four stars, man. I'm telling you, this is they're kind of like Division Two because they don't play in the FCS playoff. They play in the Celebration Bowl, you know. So their access to that level of exposure and and money, really, from the FCS level, isn't there. They brought in 18 transfers from the schools of of I mean, Liberty, Tennessee, Houston, Georgia Tech, Florida, Louisville, Auburn, UCF, 60. USC uh, recruiting class by an FCS program. I'm telling you though, like think outside the box right now, your conference might not exist in 10 years and yeah. that goes for everybody. Yeah. Cause you let, let, let Boise state end up in the AAC or the, uh, or the big 12 or the PAC 12. Yeah. If the PAC 12, they might take San Diego state with them. Well then what the fuck do you have mountain West? You're not going to be sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're not going to be, you're not going to be a conference then they need to be uh uh, solidifying their place now. That's what all the conferences while, need to get proactive. While they are a viable product still, because as soon as a couple teams get plucked from them, they are no longer a viable Dude, product. They should be already talking to BYU. I mean, maybe I said that weeks ago with though. a full yeah. full scale merger. You know, they could get the leftovers from the Big Twelve, and then like a, a, a but that's that's hoping a Mountain West. Yeah, that's still like not being proactive and. And yeah. and the big tw- what happened to the Big Twelve? They weren't proactive, and look at them. 
Well, I think beyond not being proactive, they were purposefully undermined by Texas and Oklahoma so that this move could happen. There's a reason they didn't expand. There's a reason they didn't. Uh, and how about how, renew their how grant about of that? Though Sankey is sitting there building this 12-team playoff format. By the way, you want to talk about uh, uh, just an industry fucking you over? He's building this 12-team playoff with the commissioner of the Mountain West and the commissioner of the Big 12. And the the Big Twelve commissioner, I'm struggling to think of his name right now, but uh, is completely in the dark. Bowlesby, yeah, Yeah. Bob Bowlesby. He's he's in the dark, and he's like giving uh, shout outs to the SEC, saying they're doing a great job. And then the whole time, though, because there's reports stabbing him in the there's reports that Texas has been doing talking to them for like a year. Yeah. So the whole time Sankey knows this. Oh man, what a fucking shitbag. I mean, a piece of shit of a human being. I'm sorry. (laughs) I mean, I think it's just business. I think think the other conferences will be doing the same thing. Yes. Is it, is it fucked up? Of course. Yeah. But at the same time, this dude every day while like planning his demise or planning his business's demise at the same time. Dude, I just don't know what to expect uh, from college football. Now, I read an article. I think that was saying the AAC should be jumping on these teams. Uh, now, the AAC. Let's just go through the conferences here. Yeah, who, where, who's going where? Assume Oklahoma and Texas start this waterfall. Do you think the Big Twelve? I think it's a hard sell to to like Cincinnati, Houston. Now, Houston makes more sense because of the logistics, but I yeah. think also TCU, Baylor, and Texas Tech are against wanting to have Houston in there, which makes them idiots. Yes. Cause I think Houston is actually Houston. I just looked at it is the number one city or number two city, I guess behind Miami in terms of pro process, NFL players from and the they city. got a, a ridiculously large booster. Yeah. Um, who's ready to spend money. They got a good basketball program that just made the final four. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense, but I'm just saying that's, that's what has been reported as saying like they are, would not be keen on SMU and Houston. Now they might not be in a position to be keen. Yeah. They, 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? They might just be like, yes, yeah. get in here. Take, take what we can get here. Yes. But uh, then, but I also think that Houston sitting in a decent spot in the AAC saying, wait, I understand for three or four years, we could make more money in the big 12, but we are in a conference that is going to be better than the big 12. And so when our contract is up, we're yeah. going to make more money than you guys in our own conference I mean, in three or four years. Let's go top to bottom. Uh, AAC with the 11 that they have versus the eight remaining teams in the Big 12. Iowa State would be the best team, okay. football wise. Yeah, right now. Yes. Sustainably, probably Oklahoma State, but for the time being, Iowa State. We'll, we'll do from where they are right now. If you did Iowa State lined up against Cincinnati, I think that's a game. Yeah. I would favor Iowa State by a field goal. Okay. Yeah. I think I agree. Um, Two? Would you put UCF at two? Probably, yeah. UCF, Oklahoma State. I would favor UCF. I think mm. it depends where that's at. Actually, that's close, if it's in or if it's in Florida, I'm taking UCF. If it's in Oklahoma, I'm taking yeah, Oklahoma State. I mean, Tulsa pushed Oklahoma State to the wire yeah. just two, last year, right? Yeah. So, I mean, granted, Tulsa was in the AAC championship game, but they're not as talented as UCF most years. So, uh, yeah, I think that's about a push too. You know. And then you go three. K State. Or West Virginia, or TCU. What's what's your pecking order there? You probably TCU. TCU three against uh, the likes of Memphis. I give TCU the edge most years. I would say yeah. Okay. Yeah. And four would be what? Are you going West Virginia or K State? I think K State's probably better. Yeah. Yeah. K State against the likes of Houston. Uh, no. I think Houston most years. Might be that squad. Probably be better. 
than K State? Nah. I don't know. It depends, dude. Nah, I think I think Houston has some money seasons. You, you, I think you're forgetting how Maybe good I'm Houston was. Houston. Yeah, with Bryles, Sumlin, and uh, Tom Herman. It's true. Um, I think it's a, I think it's a game. I think it's pretty darn fair. Yeah. All right. Now after that, you go who? West, West Virginia, Virginia against uh, boy. Navy. Navy. I get West Virginia the edge there. Yeah, but here's where it gets tricky. Yeah. After West Virginia, you were then playing Baylor. Baylor against. I think the Big Twelve. <laughs> the more I think about it, the Big Twelve's got a slight advantage in no, terms. No, I don't think uh, because I think when you get to the later teams, like can I mean I guess just Kansas, right? Yeah. But everyone in the AAC is better than Kansas. True. <laughs> uh, um, it, it would be slight. It would be slight. You know the the lead that they have on them. And then, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think that uh, there wouldn't be a ton of incentive necessarily for you to for you well, to jump from one the to the a- other. The AAC, I think Sports Illustrated re- reported this like three months ago, that the AAC was considering Boise State, San Diego State, and Colorado State. Yeah, if they expand, uh, oh, well, if the AAC adds Boise State, they're already definitely better than the Big the Big Twelve. Yeah, without Texas and Oklahoma, that is right. Because Boise State, Cincinnati, and UCF. I think would be better than the top three in, in I agree. I think yeah. Boise state against Iowa state, you know, most years Boise state would have won. Yeah. Best, I mean, they're the winningest program since entering the FBS Yeah, over the past yeah. 20 years. Boise state is better than any team in of that group. I'm telling you, man, they, they, people should call BYU. People should call, like that. You gotta, I get it. It's a fucking real horrible thing to not to, to have conference tournaments. And especially when it, it goes across all sports. Yeah. You can't do this on Sunday. Can't even I get it. It's a pain a in the Sunday ass. Game, it's a pain in the a ass. But they advance. have a gigantic fan base. Yeah. And I think you know, obviously Notre Dame's the real shaker in this. That's another one. I mean, Notre Dame's safe. Notre Dame they, do what you, they do. You think they're ACC safe, or you think Big Ten? Um, I well, I think a, Notre Dame's locked up with their grant of rights through twenty thirty six. No, I don't but, know. But that's what's tricky about this whole thing, guys. If you haven't really dove into this. If anyone adds anybody, those contracts get voided. Is that 100? Are we 100% sure of that? Well, I'm saying like, it's a brand new contract. Yeah, I do. I do. Wonder. So you can, I, 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 from what I, from what I was got, maybe it's situational per conference. Yeah. But I, I, from what I understand, like if the ACC was to let in West Virginia, then that it would be a very tricky spot because arrangement. Let's just say they went to do that. If people are wondering why the ACC hasn't knocked on West Virginia's doors, apparently they're not interested because they think ESPN would call their bluff and they're not a desirable market for yeah. ESPN. So they wouldn't rework. The, they, they would either they say wouldn't renegotiate the contract to uh yes. And then they'd be, then they would all, all the schools would make less money. Right, 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 right. So it's a, it's a hell of a gamble, which probably wouldn't ever happen because they know they would make less money. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That, I mean, that, that's just such a factor that it's, it's tough to say Notre Dame wise, Notre Dame would change everything. Notre if Dame. the ACC got Notre Dame in and <laughs> West Virginia, ESPN would renegotiate that contract. Yes, sure. they would. Definitely. It's just a crazy time. Like, where do you see? Like, I mean, th- I mean, I'm serious. It, it, the ACC, you could make a case that the ACC in 10 or 15 years won't exist. Well, they better protect what they have. They, they, need to add a couple teams and then who could the ACC add? I mean, I can think of a few teams that are realistic 
you know, did they bite the bullet on UCF? They could, but I wonder if Florida state and Miami would go but for this, that. but that's what I'm saying. I, right now, this is what I mean by being proactive. Yes. The conferences need to, but the school presidents, I get it. That's recruiting ground, but you need yeah. to keep up. Yeah. It's you one need of the biggest keep up. alumni bases in the country. It's a populous city and a very talented area. And uh, it strengthens your football conference. Yeah, that's the reality. And they've been recruiting. Well. Honestly, you throw UCF in the ACC. I would probably say they're the second best team right now. Yeah. Over the past a, five years, have a right? Argument. I know they had a horrible year somewhere in there. They would probably be the second best team. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I wonder if that would happen. It could happen. And I don't think it would hurt the a- ACC at all. I think that Orlando is a new market. I don't know how I much think UCF would lose more games because game in game out. It's a tougher, tougher grind. Yeah. But at the same time, like they're probably the second most talented team. Well, maybe now with North Carolina emerging, it yeah. would be third, but for the past couple of years, they would be the second best team. I think in that conference potentially. So, so uh, they are a definite possibility. Some other teams, I don't see the ACC being able to poach from either the sec or the big 10, anyone. Um, so that leaves the big 12 of a power five. And then also being able to West Virginia, Notre Dame, Cincinnati, Memphis, potentially pretty far West, but if they're willing to, I would go Houston over Memphis. Yeah. I mean that recruiting, depending on how much like they care about geographic continuity, if they're, if they are indeed willing to go halfway across the country to, you know, pick teams up, then, then, I mean, Notre Dame's pretty far out there, but Notre Dame's a special case. Yeah. I think every conference would take Notre Dame. Yeah. Right. Especially right now. Yeah. When you're in this situation, yeah, talk about something that shores up your conference. Um, I think the ACC, in my opinion, uh, it's, it's surprising that you've been reading that West Virginia isn't even in, in consideration. It's like, what, what are you doing? This is a, as far as a on-field product in both football well, and basketball. Here's what I very think. Very solid. But it, but you see my, my by them signing that horrible deal, their old their old uh, granted rights deal or yeah, yeah, TV contract. That's why I think without that maybe they would maybe they would be more more uh, open to to grabbing West Virginia. Now I don't think they grab West Virginia probably at all. But if they did, I think they're getting Notre Dame with it. It's a package deal. But I I still think Notre Dame you'd still have to cater to them. They'd probably you know there's talk that the big 12, if they got Texas and Oklahoma back and offered them more money, AC might have to do that with Notre Dame. Yeah. I, I just can't see Notre Dame doing it. I, I think Notre Dame values their independence too much and they can tell the ACC like, but hey, you, you don't think there's a, there could be a fear though from Notre of being left behind. Well, of being in a spot, like if these guys, if this is creating this minor pro league where they're not going to be part of the NCAA. Yeah. They might not play out of conference games anymore. And, and I think Notre Dame might want to be a part of something. I think Notre Dame can go wherever it wants. If, if, if the only thing that limits Notre Dame is the grant of rights with the ACC, which I believe they've also signed through 2036. Although I don't know what that pertains to as regards to football, since they have their own television contract with NBC. But uh, I think, you know, if they're willing to buy their way out of it, whatever super conference, the sec Notre Dame's in, you know, they, as long as they are willing to pay, pay for it. I, 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 but I still think they're the, they're the hot ticket. Now, if Oklahoma and Texas, if this finalizes, yeah. I think every, all the attention shifts then to Notre Dame. Right. And I guess the, the remaining conferences. I mean, I, I do think the PAC 12, 
I mean, first off the PAC 12, if it added their speculation, I think that already reported that, what was it? TCU. Uh, well, Texas like, tech, I think Iowa state, uh, I think like five teams have already contacted the PAC 12 allegedly. Yeah. Well, that would then, uh, yeah, I would do it. I, I found the PAC 12, do it as fast as possible. Yeah. Because it up. well, just because like, you don't want to be left behind. And then like, you, no matter what, I can tell you this, you're strengthening your football conference. If you're adding Iowa state and Kansas state or Oklahoma state, this is a better football yeah, conference, legitimate brands. Now it's, and it becomes a really dynamite basketball conference. Yeah. Like if you're telling me like Baylor just won the national championship, yeah. Kansas is a blue blood was the number one in the nation yes, before they COVID might win hit. the national championship this year. Yeah. Uh, Texas tech played for the national championship two years ago. Yeah. You get those three brands, even Oklahoma state, Cade Cunningham's the top pick in the draft. They're going to be a tournament yeah. team year in year That's out. Three straight seasons that on the last game of the season, the current, those teams we just talked about, Texas tech, Baylor and Kansas were either number one or number two in the country Yeah, uh, on yeah. the last game of the you, season. But then you add that to the likes of the PAC 12 with the, with UCLA firing right now, basketball wise, you know, the PAC 12 just had an amazing NCAA tournament. I understand football drives the money, but at the same time, basketball is the only other sport that makes a lot of revenue, right? Yeah. So you're strengthening your football conference and your basketball conference could be the best in the nation. I think you add those teams. Are we, the, the, they, they would be the top team. Yeah. The, the I top think the PAC 12 could uh, keep itself re- uh, relevant and legitimate by doing that. So, and then, you know, they could also go the San Diego state route, uh, which would also be completely, I mean, different. maybe you add them too. Yeah. <laughs> shit. I mean, they're good at football and basketball too. I don't know. I just think th- I, I, it's going to be very, Maybe and maybe I'm just going crazy over here, but I just think we've already seen this crazy offseason. I think like think outside the fucking box. Well, do you Call think that, State? Yeah, yeah, I mean, like you said, maybe we're just overreacting to this and everyone's scrambling. Do you think that anyone's in a position to just be a cooler head and allow things to play out a little bit before they grab, like make their power move, or do they have to go now? I mean, I think this is well. There's going to be some like that because I just truly believe some schools are going to be cutting edge, some won't, and I think, I mean. I think there's potential for a team like Kansas state or something to end up in independent. And that, that really, cause that's another thing to factor in is if the big 12 is going to continue forward without, let's say Kansas or let's say not Kansas, Oklahoma and Texas are out of here in, 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 in two years. Right. Yeah. These programs aren't going to be sustainable from the, from the money that they've bring, been bringing in based on Oklahoma and Texas being in their conference. Yeah. Once that contract gets renegotiated, they're going to be in the, well, they're the used to spending so much money. And also like it's huge for recruiting. If you're taking trips to Florida or wherever the oh, fuck yeah. they're going to, it is a huge it. trickle down effect. And I mean, uh, catastrophic, it could be catastrophic for some programs. Cause yeah. I think I, I heard one guy say that, like uh, I forget which I've read so many different people's things. I don't remember which person said what, but saying that basically the likes of a of a Kansas state or a Texas tech, you know, the value on them is probably similar to uh, we're talking football after, if there's no big, big 12 or the remaining, the remaining big eight is very similar to Tulsa or something. Yeah. So then it's like, well, what the fuck do you even have there? Yeah. And you don't want to be left in as an independent. At least Tulsa has the AAC. If you're alone as an independent, when all of a sudden you're seeing this radical change where super conferences are happening, you could be really left out to dry yep. and no one. And especially if there's talk that eventually you would only schedule within these super conferences. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, Iowa state, Kansas state, they could all find themselves 
asking for a place at the table in the Mountain West. You know, that, that could be good. That could get fucking crazy, man. Yeah, could yeah, get yeah. absolutely fucking crazy. This is crazy. Like, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, what 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 do you make of? Uh, what, uh, you, so you think the Big Ten? Do you think they should add anyone? But obviously, if they can get Notre Dame, yeah, Notre Dame. But yeah, I mean, I think Kansas is an obvious get for uh, the Big Ten because of their academics. Um, and then Iowa State, like we said, is a natural geographic fit with a natural they rival also, built in. The academics also qualify. an AAU school. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think it would be tough to prime Missouri, but there had been talks for a long time that Missouri. So if you get the Kansas Missouri thing, leave after the, they're going to at least want to sample the money that that. Oklahoma and Texas could bring in. They're not just going to say we're out of here. Yeah. 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 Most likely they want to stick around and see what that new deal is. Um, so probably Iowa state and Kansas, if I had to guess. Um, and then maybe, I mean, depending on where they stop, I mean, cause big, big tens at 14 right now. So adding two puts them at 16. I don't know if teams are going to want to go to eighteen twenty. I guess it all depends on the. I think that I, I, if it was up to me, you, yes, you should. I mean, once you get beyond like sixteen teams, though, you're you're basically two different conferences. Doesn't matter. You have to you have to overcompensate for that because the SEC is now ridiculously strong. Right. Your, I mean, your strength of schedule will never compile anywhere close to that. That's fine, but like if you're if you're in an, uh, you're only going to play like. X I mean, if you did but two still, divisions, you want the most teams so that you could a, either make the playoffs or win the most money. I agree. It can by, happen, yeah. but I, it's just confusing. Like what, what are they trying to accomplish here? If you have two nine team divisions or two 10 team divisions, that's what the big 10 and the, uh, you know, big 12 basically used to be yeah. is like right around 10, 11 teams each. So now you have, but I, but I think you'd be doing that for branding more so than anything. Like yeah. l- let's yeah. say you have 20 teams and well, your percentages of Oregon and maybe I don't know if you add in Houston or or whoever, uh, if they can you know win the the NCAA tournament or or make the college football playoffs by you having that brand, yeah, you know what I mean. That's yeah, that's, that's how you make money. You know what they're I mean. They're trying like, to cut the little guys out. That's yeah. what they want. They they see the playoff expanding probably, even though Sankey is apparently behind it. So well, of course he's behind it, knowing that he had Texas and Oklahoma about to enter. Right the, the, now yeah. it makes way more sense. Right There's, now it's like okay. I was shocked at first too. And they're like, yeah, we're going to let more teams in. Well, he was also they're holding going to be ours. Yes, <laughs> exactly. I mean, who, who, uh, no wonder. Yeah. No wonder it does make sense that he was doing that. Right. Yeah. Cause you're tr- normally when you talk with, with your traditional sec fan, they're like in favor of the 14. Yeah, the sec is not the type of place that yeah. is charitable, you know, there. And you throw in Texas with that. Texas is the most greedy like exclusive wannabe country club. I program. can't wait until they enter and they're going to be shit. That's what I'm saying. And that I, I'm going to root against them every fucking time. I hope Lafayette just comes in there week one and fucks them <laughs> up. Just like Maryland swept them. I hope TCU lays it yes. on them again. Oh, please. I hope, please. Iowa, I hope Matt Campbell lays yes. it on them. What happens if Iowa state wins the big 12 this year? Think no, about that. Nothing. Nothing. You don't think that I mean, buys them? I think that helps them. Yes, a lot. That's what I'm saying. You don't think other conferences, even the ACC, says, "Hey, Campbell's building something. He's committed there." Do we? It wasn't that long ago they were a top 15 basketball program too. Yeah. Do we? Do we try that to open, open the, the door? door? Yeah, for uh, beyond the Big Ten, they might open the door. Pac-12, which is apparently they're already in talks, but maybe even the ACC. So. Yeah, big year for uh, teams that are trying to position themselves. I think it's a big year for everyone now. Now, because yeah. let's just say the Big Twelve was able to pry away Houston and Memphis or UCF mm-hmm. or Cincinnati. 
Yeah. Well, then it's a huge year for those teams in the Sun Belt. This is it's is all of a sudden just. I mean, I think this is horrible for the sport potentially. Yeah. However, for entertainment purposes for this year, absolutely fucking amazing bananas. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, it's true. It's true. It's gonna be fun. I mean, how about Texas A and M fans? Oh, that's the only so winning thing about this is they're unbelievably salty right now. Yeah. So I can't wait for them to play Texas. That one I will watch. Yeah. You know, I'm as glad that that, that rivalry off, will be back on. That would potentially start again next year then uh, or the year after. Yeah. If, depending if, on how yeah. long it takes. That um, could, that could get wild. That's going to be a great one. They put that one back on Thanksgiving. Yeah, <laughs> they should. I don't know that they will, but yeah. Um, that's the only winning thing of this. I mean, personally, I hate this move. I hate the way the sport is going. If they were going to super conferences and it just, I don't like that, but I don't like it either. I wonder if, uh, if we go to super conferences, if they'll stick to that idea of six uh, conference champions. Cause if, if there are four super, you gotta exp- I would just think you want more than 12. Five. Now go to eight, yeah, go, go to, to 16. 16 or 22 or f- yeah. 24, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Right. I, I, come on. Yeah. Come on. Not rocket size, but you, I mean, talk about vulnerability for everyone now. Yeah. Uh, if you, uh, with the exception of the big 10, I don't think anyone, if, well, maybe if that report's true, Ohio I don't State. really buy that. There's no way Ohio state and Michigan are ditching the likes of Penn state, Wisconsin, all those other teams that they've been in bed with for a hundred plus years, you know, just to join the super conference. I mean, maybe probably not though. I imagine they have their own grant of rights. that's going to make it prohibitively expensive. And I also think that makes the ACC a, uh, you know, pretty safe conference too. You know, no, it, not not to steal though. Yeah, I do think. I, I think that I don't know how that works with a a grant of rights through twenty thirty six. Uh, supposedly, all television proceeds that go through the conference, if I'm not mistaken, are you know property of the ACC's to distribute. But like when A and M and Missouri left the Big Twelve, was that at the end of a contract or was that just them? saying, okay, we'll see you in court. I imagine that I mean, North I, Carolina has fuck you money. They do. But I think if you're all, I mean, that's why I think Oklahoma and Texas have to wait until like 20 because there, there's aspires in like two or three years. And so there's still talk of them no, having it, a lane four years, 2024, 2025, I believe. Okay. So, so there's like this lane. But that's why period. they think it's going to happen sooner. Well, they might because buy their fuck you money. Yeah. But it's going to cost them like seven, $76 million each uh, for the buyout and but then, North Carolina could easily come up with that. Yeah. But that's the, the thing about that is that's for the, the four year period that Texas and Oklahoma have to wait. And that's why they didn't renew their grant of rights before ACC is another 15 years. But this. couldn't North Carolina just, they uh, might be able to take it to their court and just say, Hey, and cause by the time your court expenses are out, I mean, I don't know why, I mean, why else would these people mention that in the article that the big 10 could come calling for Virginia and North Carolina. I don't understand why either. I mean, th- there must be a way to like kind of weasel out of it. I think Maryland kind to an extent, uh, I don't think some of them had to the um, ACC yeah. grant of rights was as uh, long. I think that's kind of why the ACC said, Hey motherfuckers, like you're signing up for a 15, 20 year deal now. Cause we're not having this Maryland nonsense where, you know, they weasel out because they only have a few years left on this thing. A- ACC was like, yo, we are a conference and we're, we're staying that way. So I think they've, they've protected themselves and because I think the tradition that they have with the Dukes, the North Carolinas, and they've all been doing it since the early fifties. So um, unless the ACC uh, SEC was able to somehow steal Clemson and, uh, and what's it called? Florida state. Florida state. Yeah. Then I think the ACC will exist too. 
I don't know. This shit's wild. It's wild. We will have you covered on the college football experience. I don't know what to make of the sport five years from now or five days from now. You know what I mean? Like this is something that could be crazy. Stay tuned. Subscribe to the college football experience. (laughs) I'll say this. It makes this season, whether it happens or not, any of these, these moves, uh, it makes this season incredibly fun yeah. because I think Texas and, o- and Oklahoma is pretty much a done deal that they're in the sec, but well, it makes every minute from now until the end of the season. Like this is the most excited I've been about college football, what 30 days away from. Yeah. Yeah. That's by far, by yeah. far. Because now you're thinking, I mean, just every little angle, I, mean, I can't get off my computer and my phone. I'm yeah. getting updates. Yeah, on this me shit. too. Me too. Guys, if you're a first time listener to the college football experience, make sure you subscribe because we are breaking down all 130 college football teams. Yes, there's a podcast for every single college football team in the FBS. We're going to hit you with some FCS ones too at some point. And there's some 2.0s out there. Couldn't get enough Liberty. We gave you two. Couldn't give you enough Boise State. We gave you two. There'll probably be some power fives out there with them 2.0s coming soon too. Subscribe, tell a friend. Also, make sure you subscribe to the college basketball experience because we talk college basketball year round over there. Over here, we talk college football year round. So check out both feeds and also make sure, you know, make sure you just subscribe to the college football experience because me, Patty C, NC, Nick, we've been breaking down AT, actually breaking down. We've been betting ATS, picking games. I shouldn't say we've been betting on all Division One oh. basketball and football games, but we've, we've been, been picking, picking them. them. Yeah. yeah. Every single one of them. For the past four years, never had a losing season. Yeah, guys, this isn't us like, uh, you it, know. Yeah. Picking the uh, cherry picking the, the easy picks. We're picking them all. Yeah. This isn't me picking my ass. All right. Look, this is me <laughs> picking every single college You're football well and college basketball game. Picking your ass. <laughs> uh, so so I'm, I'm telling you four years of picking every single division one college football and college basketball game. We're over 500 picking every game as a collective, but also independently for each season. And we're way over 500 on our locks. We give you all of that on the SGPN app. Download that app for free in the App Store or Google Play Store. All those picks are free, by the way, guys. So look, you, with the SGPN app, you also get all of our podcasts, all of our picks, all of our articles. It's really the, all of our contests. Just gave away $1,000 in the NBA Finals free roll. So download that thing. And while you download it, go to the App Store, give us a five star review, say some nice things about us. If you do, take a screenshot, find me on Twitter at the Colby D. Give me a follow, show me that screenshot of that review, and I will send you a college football or college basketball experience t shirt. Boom! All right, follow me at the Colby D. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831, NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K, and the College Football Experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is on Twitter at the SGP Network. Give them all a follow and check out the Slack channel, Sports Gambling Podcast, as well. All right, folks, this is the state of college football 2021. Sure to change probably fucking tomorrow. All right. But this is the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we are.